the Pod Fix Network. I got my sports catching hands up. <laughs> <laughs> Those are different but similar to our <laughs> podcast sinking hands. <laughs> and three, two, one. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Tope. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? Man, I'm awesome. I'm just really awesome, man. Glad to be here today. How about you? Oh, same, same. And what I'd like to say to you is, Happy Easter. Happy Easter, buddy. Are we doing Easter this year? What do you mean? I mean, are we actually going to continue celebrating Easter even though we're under a COVID quarantine? Well, I think what we've proven in the last few weeks is that you can take almost everything out to the internet. That's a, that's a fair point. Yeah. That's so a fair point. I would say yes. And in a way, Adam, you and I are celebrating Easter right now. So it's like virtual Easter. No, we're having actual Easter on a virtual platform. That's true. The, the virtual stone has been rolled away. That's correct. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Niche joke, bro. Niche joke. Boy, that is. <laughs> what I want to do is I want to recognize that one of the unfortunate things about the situation that we're in is that families can't gather for Easter that's true. Uh, like they normally do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's a bummer. But I do have some good news. We did have a family member that reached out to us. Well, I, I do want to point out, though, that like it's also a blessing that certain families that hate each other didn't have to get together this year. No false pretenses. Oh, look at that. Silver lining. Absolutely. Well, we don't normally do this. We're doing something really outside of protocol. But we very recently heard from a family member. They left us a message on our hotline. And I want to play that message right now. Let's do it. Okay, here you go. Hello, Chris. Hello, Adam. Grandpa Frank, hey, buddy. calling from our apartment here in sunny Florida, yeah. where we are just hanging out, watching the kids party on the beach. Uh, it's been such a great time. Uh, I will tell you now, uh, we got back from our little travels, and I kind of think that maybe I want to be back on that island after all. It's just me and your lovely Grandma Lois. Anyway, calling just to let you know we are perfectly fine. Uh, the Russian bear, the Russian bunny, they uh, make runs to the store for us. They have uh, they've got their hookup on toilet paper, and they bring it to us. It's fantastic. It's better than uh, Grubhub or... Postmates or any of those other things, they just, uh, they roll up with a truck and they just dump things out and I don't question where it comes from or why there's occasionally blood. Anyway, hope you guys are all doing good. Keep up the good work. Grandpa Frank, Dunskis. Boy, that's a handy hookup to have with some toilet paper. Well, first of all, Grandpa Frank, it is a delight to hear from you. As always. Adam and I are both very relieved that you and... Grandma Lois are okay. Yes. If you're a recent listener to our show, Grandpa Frank and Grandma Lois are our podcast grandparents. They check in with us once in a while. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad. I'm very relieved that Russian Bear and Russian Bunny are still hanging around down there and, and helping out. 
Yeah, you know what? It's always uh, it's always so heartwarming to know that in this you know COVID catastrophe that they've got supplies, they've got somebody looking out for them, and yeah. then that's a good resource to have. Straight up, absolutely. Yeah. So Adam, I thought maybe you'd you'd want to hear that message. Yeah, I did. This, I always want to hear from the from the grandparents on this celebratory Sunday that we're experiencing. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things whenever we hear from those guys. <laughs> Mine as well. Next. Okay. Well, with that out of the way, let's get started the way we normally do and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Let's do it, man. Start us off. All right. So today, Adam, is National Grilled Cheese Day. Mmm, I love a good grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, and and I, I don't know if you remember, but last August, we established that that's the official sandwich of the GBI. And, you know, I had a friend celebrate this by having the greatest sandwich called the... It's called the Say Cheese. It's a double cheeseburger, and instead of buns, it has two grilled cheese sandwiches. What? Yep, she knocked it out of the park. Wow, that's a great meal to have on National Grilled Cheese Day. And, yeah. of course... Uh, it's also Easter today. Right, right. Happy Easter, buddy. Yeah. So for, so for those in our listening audience that celebrate Easter, then happy happy Easter. And for those of you that don't, happy Sunday. Yeah. And, and happy National Grilled Cheese Day. Yeah, which is, I mean, the, the two of those combined is great. So why don't we move on to uh, tomorrow, which is National Make Lunch Count Day. So you can do that by either just having a really good lunch or selling your lunch for money that you can count. I love lunch. Me too. And I love your suggestions. I've never thought of selling my lunch, but I'm going to do that. Yeah. Tomorrow, I'm going to sell my lunch. Yeah. I mean, dude, might as well make a little you know, extra cheddar on the side to go with grilled cheese day. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay. Well, when you're done with that, on Tuesday, you can celebrate National Moment of Laughter Day. Yeah, I think Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine had one of these uh, special things where he just forced laughter to improve morale. I'm with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, well, you know what? That can take us into uh, Wednesday, which is Take a Wild Guest Day, but to make you laugh even harder, it's also Tax Day. (laughs) It's also Tax Day, but you know what? Joke's on them because the Tax Day was moved to July. Both for payment and filing. <laughs> Thank you, coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move right on to Thursday. Thursday has multiple things to celebrate, Adam. Perfect. First is National Wear Your Pajamas to Work Day. And huh. in addition to that, it's National High Five Day. Not this year. That's exactly right. So no one is at work. But you can wear your pajamas at home while you work and mm-hmm. maybe social distance five. Yeah, that's that's like a holiday five pack, but for social distancing. Yeah, that's exactly right. But that's not all, Adam, because the other thing that you can celebrate, and this you can do safely, and I highly, highly recommend it because it's one of my favorite breakfast meals. Thursday is also National Eggs Benedict Day. Okay, I'm going to blow your mind with a, a, a breakfast eggs benedict imagine this your standard eggs benedict but instead of ham you have skirt steak and a chipotle sauce on it oh that's delightful it's it sounds weird and then you have it and you're like nope 
This is the most delicious breakfast you could ever imagine. It's hearty, so you fill up and not too heavy. Oh, it's amazing. It doesn't sound weird. It sounds delicious. And the other Eggs Benedict that I've had that I thoroughly enjoy is a salmon Eggs Benedict. You know you're right about that. It's so delicious. And it's it's light, so you don't feel too heavy. Oh, so good. Yeah, smoked salmon. And you can have smoked salmon either cooked or cold. That is true. Smoked salmon is a magical fish. Oh, boy, it is. <laughs> well, um, a little less delicious, but on Friday, we celebrate National Ellis Island Family History Day, which yeah, I don't know if you've ever been to Ellis Island. It is very cool. You should definitely go there. Very, very cool. And I love history, so I'm in. I have not been, but I'd like to go, and I am very interested in family history. Yeah, very, very cool. Very cool. All right, well, you can wrap up a terrific week of celebrations on Saturday by celebrating National Velociraptor Awareness Day. Well, it's especially important to have awareness. Do you know why? Well, I, I think so, yeah, of course. Because they remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just think this isn't so much a celebration as much as a grave warning. Like, if you don't, if you're not aware of velociraptors, you're going to pay. You're, right. And also, the other thing to remember is, and this is if you're being chased by a velociraptor or any other wild animal that wants to kill you, mm. you only have to be faster than the guy next to you. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, I think that's such a sage, sagely advice. Yep. Next. All right. Well, with that, Adam, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. I love history. Why don't you get us started, bro? I will, because I came across this note that blew my mind, and that <laughs> was in 1818 this week, Noah Webster printed the first copy of his Webster's Dictionary. How many how many words do you think were in there? I think seven. Seven or eight? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he was excited when he hit the milestone of 26, one for every letter of the alphabet. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's probably pretty what? good. Yeah, that was a big day. Big day. <laughs> yeah. Well, on a more somber note, Chris, in 1864, hundreds of Union soldiers were killed in the Fort Pillow Massacre. And I think, as you recall, like it just doesn't make sense that you would build your fort out of pillows. Yeah, I think if you're, if you've, you know, we talked about this, I think, last year. If mm. you are a grown adult and you're involved in an actual military conflict, a pillow fort is a very poor choice. Yeah, it just, you know, I mean, even a cardboard box for it would have been a better choice. 100%. Yeah. You know. So, so I I um I feel super bad for hundreds of Union soldiers, but um come on guys. Yeah, that was kind of some first grade stuff. So, um you know, and continuing on this somber note in this week in 1865, it marks the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. And we both know how he died, which is unfortunate. Well, hang on a second. Abraham Lincoln is dead. Yeah. Yeah, he died about 150 years ago. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a, a tragic trip and fall. He was, uh, you know, he was going home for some dinner, and he, he, tripped, he tripped and fell. Wow. Okay. Um, this week in 1928 was the first nonstop flight from Europe to North America. That's really cool, man. Only to be outdone in 1960 as the Montreal Canadiens hockey team won its fifth Stanley Cup in a row. Much bigger achievement. Now, this is a much smaller achievement, but in 1970, the Apollo 13 returns to Earth. Huh. Yeah. Cool. I think they made a movie about that. I think. Made for TV movie? Maybe straight to video? 
Yeah, no, no real big names in there, but no. You know. Well, anyway, in 1981, the space shuttle Columbia is launched for the first time, which, as you know, ended up with some tragedies under its belt. But hey, it it did launch. <laughs> it did launch. Yeah, yep. And once again, not to be eclipsed, but in 1997, Tiger Woods wins the Masters for the first time. One of the most tragically spectacular sports figures of our time. Yeah, no doubt. Well, fast forward about five years. This week in 2002, ABC's daytime drama General Hospital aired its 10,000th episode. Okay, that simply blows my mind, man. Isn't that crazy? Well, also, fast forward another 18 years to right now, it's still on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but th- it was a daily, was it a daily show? Yes, it's a daily soap, it's a daytime soap opera that's on every day. Man, can you imagine being the editors on that show? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, in our last note in history, this week, just two years ago, Kendrick Lamar becomes the first rapper to win the Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> Feels like it should have gone to a few others before him, if that was going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 2018. Yeah. Hold on, can we just go back for one second to General Hospital and talk about how terrible the production quality is? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to circle back to take a swipe at him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm sure what you're going to say is, and what you mean, Adam, is congratulations. However, I do want to at least point out that it's 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 basically daytime smut that's that's very poorly executed. okay all right Uh, and congratulations from me i mean congratulations but yeah next adam it's time for the news yes cue my favorite jingle and let's do this All right, Adam, this story comes from Bennington Township, Michigan. Brace yourselves. Here we go. Wilk Alikos Vilkas was advised of his rights. Edgar Thomas Hill was read the criminal complaint. But it was Mark Latunsky who faces murder charges after allegedly killing and cannibalizing his 25-year-old grinder date. Oh, come on, man. Are you serious? Yeah. So Latunsky, uh, age 50, has identified himself by several names since this all happened back in late December, right before Christmas, when Kevin Bacon of Swartz Creek was found dead in Latunsky's basement. Wow. On the felony advice of rights, that's when he signed the alias Wilk Alikos Vilkas. Which that sounds Greek, but maybe it's just completely made up. Made up. Yeah, it sounds like it. Kind of like Skinamarinky Dinky Dink. Yeah, and that <laughs> name apparently is associated with a Facebook page and some images on the interwebs. He gave the name Edgar Thomas Hill at his arraignment and his attorney saying he's part of the Thomas clan of Wales and was given the Latunsky moniker as protection. Huh, okay. Still weird. Protection from what? I have no idea. No one knows, right. But anyway, Adam, the former chemist and married father of four, awaits a competency evaluation on his insanity defense. Man, I just, you know, you feel like you, you know, you're, you're never surprised, but you are still disappointed. His starkly different sides shown in police and court records may shed light 
as family and authorities attempt to make sense of how a chance online meeting turned into a dark tale ending in murder and cannibalism. And so here's <laughs> here's here's how it went down not regarding funny. the murder of Kevin Bacon. His friend Michelle Myers rallied search party volunteers in Facebook post. Apparently had left her home at around 5.20 p.m. on December 24th, Christmas Eve, to meet a stranger on a dating app. I think that's already a red flag, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, not always, but any case. When he didn't show up to Christmas breakfast at his parents' home the next day, the Bacon family contacted police, and his car was found in a parking lot in Clayton Township. His cell phone, wallet, and a bag with his clothes were found in the car. The cell phone led police to the dating app Grinder, and subsequently to Latunsky's doorstep. So that did not take a lot of complicated police work to take them right to where, where he was. It says that um, it's believed that Bacon went to uh, Latunsky's house willingly. I think that was evidence from their interaction on the dating, dating sure. app. Sure. Latunsky spent, I think this is an interesting note. It says that Latunsky spent part of Christmas with his estranged husband, Jamie Arnold, and Arnold's friends acting as normal as can be. So the very next day, he was spending Christmas Day with family. Oh, man. That's, oh, my God. That makes me so uncomfortable. I mean, just even the thought of that makes me horrified. I agree. This all went down on Christmas Eve, apparently. He spent Christmas Day with family. Three days after that, police were at his house, and he let them in and allowed them to go... Well, it says, it says they found the man dead in what was described as a secret room. Okay, a secret room. I wonder what that means, like a basement or like a hidden closet or a false wall. I don't know. I don't know. But, but he led them there willingly, so I think that's a little weird. And, and I'm just going to warn the listener, this is where it gets a little graphic. Right. There's lots of gruesome details, actually. One of them is that he confessed that he bacon with a knife and ate Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! Yeah, <sighs> man, uh, my dinner is not going to sit well tonight. Based on the information from the medical examiner, he believes that Bacon died before. Oh, jeez, before he was hung by his ankles using a mechanical device. Okay, man, dang it! Can I cleanse the palate with a fun fact? I hope so. Actor Kevin Bacon sent condolences and financial support for the funeral. That's like a sorbet before changing courses. I'm just saying um, that he, the Kevin Bacon, the famous actor of the same name, helped pay for the funeral. I mean, I feel like that just uh, it's a pretty nice thing to do considering the only coincidence is your name. Right. Well, in any case, uh, this is not the first kind of scary encounter that Latunsky has had with, with people on Grinder. One involved a man wearing a kilt that got spooked and fled from Latunsky's house because Latunsky wanted the $300 kilt back. Hmm. Oh, I would. That makes sense. I mean, wouldn't you want your $300 kilt back? Yeah, which I was going to say, if there's anything that I relate to in this article, it's, hey, can I get my kilt back? Yeah. Um, I mean, what the hell? Also not surprising is that Latunsky has a history of mental illness. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it turns out he does. He's been committed to hospitals four times for mental health concerns. Um. I think this is really a bummer. It says he, his condition can be treated with medication, but he has a history of not taking it. Oh, well, that's that's shocking, actually. I thought he for sure would be on 
would be totally on his meds, right? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a, you know, totally. And I think the tone of this last note in the story is going to sound similar to some ones from stories past, Adam. Mark Latinsky attended Central Michigan University from 1987 to 1991, interned for Dow Chemical, and earned a master's degree in chemistry in 1995 from Iowa State University. Huh. Those are all, all of course, those facts like you always like to give about, you know, <laughs> the, 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 your useless facts that have nothing to do with the story and nothing nobody cares about. Right. <laughs> cares when right. I went to school. <laughs> like explaining what Outback Steakhouse is. <laughs> right. It's like, well, and, and, you know, it turns out in high school, he had a batting average of 300. Who knew? <laughs> right. <laughs> or ending a story about, um, about robbery with some baseball stats. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, listen, man, you want that deep dive? This is it. <laughs> yeah, there's always some weird fact that seems really out of place at the end of a story like this. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, by the way, I do want to give Keith credit for for providing us with the story we just shared. Man, he's just MVPing all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And he's also provided us with the headline that we're not going to have time to get to. Are you ready? Man, he's on fire. Yeah, he is. MVP, baby. Mm-hmm. So here's the headline. Massachusetts man arrested after a five-year-old son brings cocaine to class, says it makes him feel like Spider-Man. I mean, that sounds like a story that our listeners need to hear. I agree. Which means, Adam, you and I will make every possible effort to get to it at a future episode. Every single one. Yeah, for sure. We promise. All right. Well, Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners? Love it. Love it. And when we return, we wrap up today's show. And before that, birthdays. Right up to this. This week's episode is brought to you by Sock Finder, the app that's been reuniting lost foot coverings with their owners since 2021. The dream makers at MacGuffin Industries are said to be some of the most woke researchers on the planet. And so they know what problems the average Joe faces on a daily basis. And that's why they've decided to focus on the long-standing sock loss epidemic that's been plaguing humanity since the Bronze Age. Sock loss affects 98% of wearers, and so we at MacGuffin have found a way to modernize the basic sock with our patented waterproof microchip implants. So we can locate your missing Tootsie Cashers using only the best global GPS tracking system. Wait, does that mean MacGuffin can track my every move? Your foot sweaters will be safe as snails, wrapped warmly around your ankle bottoms, or rolled up neatly in your drawer. Gone are the days of dryer abductions and Bermuda Triangle gym bags. We even have mini microchips for infantile family members who tend to lose their little toe scarves during a stroller ride down the street. Sock Finder. It's gonna knock your socks off. And then find them. (laughs) What a great sponsor, dude. Yeah, I need some of those. Yeah, 100% we need them. I mean, I, mean I, I, for one, am sick of losing my socks, period. Well, the biggest problem is not losing your socks, it's losing sock. That's right. That's right. Liz has a bunch of socks she got for her athletics, and she lost, and it had an L and an R on them. She lost all the R's. Oh, my gosh. Huh. I mean, that seems unlikely, but it happened. Well, perhaps you need to get her some sock finders. She, well, dude, I mean, I'm buying this as soon as we hang up this call. Welcome back to the show. For more information about Sock Finder, feel free to check out We're With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Adam, it's time for birthdays. Ah, uh, 
This is so joyful. So joyful, in fact. Why don't you let me start this one off? Do it. All right. So today has a couple interesting ones. We have Beverly Cleary, who turns 104. Wow. We have Claire Danes, who turns 41. Ed O'Neill, who turns 74. And David Letterman, who turns 73. And as I've pointed out before, you should look up David Letterman's birthday episode where Drew Barrymore flashes him. I totally did as soon as you said that. It's the first thing I did. Which brings us to tomorrow... And Melvin Gordon turns 27. Because a beast. A beast indeed. Well, on Tuesday, the following celebrate birthdays, Sarah Michelle Geller turns 43. Baker Mayfield turns 25. Anthony Michael Hall turns 52. And country music star and legend Loretta Lynn turns 88. I can't hear the name Loretta without going Loretta. Like, <laughs> family guy. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And then on Wednesday are the birthdays of Emma Watson, who turns 30, Emma Thompson, who turns 61, both were in Harry Potter together, mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen turns 38. A good group of birthdays there. Let's continue this on. On Thursday, we have Chance the Rapper. As we know, he's Mr. the Rapper. Uh, he turns 27. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the legend himself, turns 73. Bill Belichick, another legend, turns 68. And the Pope, the final legend, turns 93 on Thursday. It's a crazy group. Almost an entire day of legends. It's almost a whole day of legends. That's exactly right. It's Chance the Rapper and three legends. (laughs) Uh, Mr. the Rapper, can you please be more legendary? (laughs) That brings us to Friday, where Jennifer Garner turns 48. She's awesome. And Saturday, we've got Conan O'Brien, who turns 57, and Rick Moranis, who turns 67. All right. How about some born this week, but now dead? (laughs) That's right, Clay. It's time for Born on This Day and Now Dead. Our first one is Thomas Jefferson. Adam, he, of course, is the third president of the United States. He died on Independence Day in 1826 at the age of 83. Today, he would have turned 194. Wow. The 194 years young club. Yeah, isn't that interesting that he was, uh, that he died on Independence Day? Yeah, it's unfortunate, too. Very sad. Yeah, super. And one more. Leonardo da Vinci. Adam died in 1519 at the age of 67. Today, he would have turned 501. Oh, he's getting that half millennium mark. Indeed he is. Next. All right, Adam. It's time for one of your favorite segments. Is it the least competent criminal? It is indeed, Adam. Yes. Adam, Boca Raton resident Daniel... Pinedo Villapatino, age 21, is accused of taking $2,000 out of a friend's wallet following a night of partying. He then crashed a Lexus into multiple vehicles, including a cop car and a fire hydrant, before he bailed into a residential area. Villapatino walked up to Candace Noonan's back sliding glass door and let himself in, saying he was a landscaper working next door. He asked for a glass of water, which she agreed to get him. <laughs> when she returned with the water, the man was lying down on the floor playing with her cats. When Noonan's husband tried to question the man, he fled outside and tried getting away from police by diving into the intercoastal waterway. (laughs) Well, yeah, isn't that what you do when confronted with such a situation? Yes. You flee? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm definitely going to dive into the intercoastal waterway. Yeah. The tale's not over. The crew on board a nearby police boat almost immediately scooped him up (laughs) and took him to the Palm Beach County Jail. (laughs) Understandably... 
He faces a long list of charges, including burglary of an occupied dwelling, three counts of drug possession, three counts of assault, hit and run, and grand theft auto. Okay, so nothing major. No, not at all. Yeah, short rap sheet. He'll be out of there in no time. Weekend at most. Congratulations, Daniel Pinedo Velabatino. Not only are you this week's least common criminal, you are also our Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. <laughs> you did it, buddy. You did it. Congratulations. That's right. Congratulations, pal. Oh, I love it. You know, I just feel so, so such a sense of accomplishment when we get to grant somebody with Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. I do as well. Next. Well, Adam, you know what that sounder means. Oh, hell yes, I do, my friend. It's time for the Ed Asner Death Clock and Death Clock Fun Fact. Oh, bring it. Okay, the lead guitarist of Death Clock, his name is Squiscar Squigelf. (laughs) (laughs) From Sweden. Okay, okay. All right, so so just real quickly, because we don't have a lot of time, yep. run down the inventory of Death Clock members that you've introduced us to so far. Okay, lead singer Nathan Explosion. Yep. We have bass player William Murderface. Uh, and then today. And lead guitarist uh, Squisgar Squig Elf. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, most importantly, I've got some good news, Adam. As far as I know, Ed Asner is still alive, and there are only 220 days until Tiff can no longer hold me personally responsible for his death. <laughs> It's awesome. Well, and never before have the odds been more stacked against me. No. Yeah. You've got basically every odd against you. But so far, I'm still winning. So far, you are on the majority side. Yep. And I think it's perfectly appropriate to end the show on that high. Dude, I mean, we should do nothing else in order to maintain that high. No, we've listened to that fantastic Death Clock sounder, and we've confirmed that Ed Asner is not dead yet. That's right. In fact, last time he even called in and let us know, so we're good to go. Yeah, see? We're great. We're golden. Okay, well, Adam, that brings us to the end of another episode of This Week Today. Man, you know what? I don't even want to ask for more to do. We ended so perfectly. Let's just go on from here. Very good. Okay, well, let me finish up with some brief credits. Come join us in our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. That's where we have serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. You can call us on our hotline if you like. That number is 321-465-2180. If you enjoyed the show, please tell another human about it. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. You can also listen to us on Radio Haver. Find all those details in the show notes. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toph. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. And remember, we care about you so that there's one more person in your corner. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network.